0: Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and myself continue our discussion on the Oxford Confession, Article 2, with an Old Testament passage that applies to this article. Welcome to
1: the Being Lutheran podcast. I am Pastor Brett Bow, and I have with me Pastor Jason Goodham,
0: And I'm Andy. Yeah <laughs> And he died. Like from Toy Story? <laughs> <Exactly>. my, con- <laughs> no, my condolences on your impending yeah. death. Know, Andy. I'm picking up on the the little thing we had last episode where yes. we're talking about all of the different genealogies <laughs> and it always ends with and he died and mm-hmm. then Brett, Brett- lovingly yeah, just right. says, Well who's Andy? Who is Andy? Yeah. You know, or Andy. Bono's humor. Oh yes. <laughs> Ooh, that's right. Nice. Yeah. Like that. Yep. Bono's beast too. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. yes.
1: Yeah. Yes, that's right. All right, so we we've been talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I think we've been talking about original sin. No,
2: we got quarantine Um, illness. Yes,
1: yeah, we're getting a little loopy. But no, we've been discussing the last couple episodes of the second article of the Augsburg Confession Mm -hmm. on uh, original sin or of original sin. And uh, as is our custom, we have an Old Testament Bible study and New Testament scripture, as always, just to show that this is not something we're just making up to try to come up with what is Lutheran, uh, this is flowing from scripture.
0: Absolutely. And mm-hmm. even though it might be a bit of a review we've used, yeah. you know, David and Bathsheba mm-hmm. uh, in a in previous episode, but it's such a clear indication of original sin yep. mm-hmm. that um, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that what's good about this text is that there's a ton of application to our own lives. And well, that's and, a good thing.
2: And it will allow us to talk and maintain faithful to this arc with the Augsburg Confession, and the Apology of the Augsburg Confession, because right in sandwiched in between those, you have the Roman Catholics both accepting and rejecting this Mm -hmm. article. And Mm we probably got to talk about that elephant in the room a little bit and talk about why it's different. Psalm 51 is an excellent place to start with that.
1: Yep. Yeah. And so Psalm 51, one through six, I'll read that for us and we can meditate and think out loud about it. And, uh, Be blessed and hopefully bless our listeners too. Amen. Amen. So Psalm 51, one through six says, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. It's a scripture for us today. Amen. Amen. Yeah.
0: You know, as uh, you were reading in the mm-hmm. second part of verse four, be, you know, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Mm-hmm. And it right brought me right back to Genesis and what we talked oh, about in the yeah, last episode, yeah. that if you mm-hmm. eat from this tree, yep. you will surely die. Yep. And then you talked a little bit about the, the meaning mm-hmm. of that Hebrew word. And that's really the justification here mm-hmm. is that God said you will surely die because yep. this is now then passed on, mm-hmm. you know, as... Um, uh, Seth was born, and we talked about this again at last episode, he was born in the image of Adam, not the image of God, that that passing on of original sin. Yeah, yeah it's, you know,
2: it, we so often accuse God of injustice and unfairness when we are condemned for our sins. Mm-hmm. and And we would remember that the most just thing God
0: could do Would be to condemn every one of us because of our sin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and that scripture we closed with at the last episode, Psalm 103, he does not deal with us according to our our Mm -hmm. sin or our iniquity. That's an amazing thing. Yeah. It's it's an
2: amazing thing. And and what's doubly amazing is that God has accomplished the gospel in such a way so that the gospel is just. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about original sin. Like we, we ended the episode last week talking about how extravagant and amazing the gospel is in light of the depth and depravity <laughs> yeah. yep. of original yep. sin, yep. The, the gospel is so amazing in part because it's not mm-hmm. outside of God's system or mm-hmm. economy of justice. Mm-hmm. You know, Romans 3, 26, the just and the justifier. so that God might be yep. both just and yep. the justifier, the one who has faith in him. And so that everything God has done for us by his grace and mercy in Jesus Christ is just, and it satisfies his justice, and that is where the comfort is, because that means, from our perspective, he's not withdrawing ever the promises of the gospel. They are there, and they are ready for Mm -hmm. us to
0: receive, and that is absolutely amazing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I think sometimes we, we don't maybe pay attention to this truth enough, that God's truth in our lives that exposes sin is love. Yep. You know, as the background of this is obviously David uh committed adultery mm-hmm. and then he murdered her husband. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you know, know just no another day for a kid. And, yeah. and yeah, and he's going along like everything's okay. Nathan comes to him, gives him the prophecy, mm-hmm. and he gives him gives him gives him that prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> you, are you are the, are the man. man. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, in a way, that he sees it as someone else.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he was like, where is he? That like, I may put him to death or whatever yeah. he, he, he said there. And just the, ret, you know, the, I don't know, that retribution that kind of flowed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. out of him and all of a sudden, bam, the mirror comes up and mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, that man is you. Yeah, yeah, right. And just how God is lovingly trying to shake us ourselves yep. out of our own denial, denial that we have original sin, denial yep. that we're born in sin, denial that we sin. Probably dozens of times on a daily basis, sins that we're aware of, sins we're not aware of, you know, and that that continues until the day that we Mm -hmm. die. And there's absolutely nothing we can do about that to be made right in God's eyes. Mm -hmm. It is totally, entirely a work of God. And that is love. Yeah. Because if we don't realize that we are dead in our trespasses and Mm sins— And we don't begin to realize that we're Lazarus in the tomb because Lazarus contributed Mm -hmm. nothing to to his being raised (laughs) from the dead. Mm-hmm. Think about that,
2: Lazarus. If you would like, yeah, please come exactly. forth. Could yeah. you please raise your hand <laughs> if you are so <laughs> you <know>? inclined, <laughs> oh. Lazarus? Uh,
0: yes. You know, but that's the truth. That's the picture mm-hmm. that Scripture paints for us. And yep. I, what I love about this yep. text is that David owns this. Yeah. And that in the, even in the Old Testament, he gets that we are saved by grace through faith mm-hmm. alone. Yeah, and I know we're always, I know we
1: want to keep emphasizing that the gospel is for for us as believers ongoing, and This is one of those areas where, you know, Psalm 51 pointing to David's sin. uh, David seemed like a believer at that point, believing in God's promises and yet still having that sin nature. And breaking a lot of commandments all at once it, within a week or so and <laughs> all, of uh, all of the commandments. Yeah. yeah. Right. Just uh, in succession almost. bam. If ever you want to try to walk through all the 10 commandments with your confirmation kids or with, <laughs> oh, my goodness. this is a great story for that. But I think even this, this Psalm points us to original sin it dwells in us as believers And our sin nature and thus the need for the gospel
2: ongoing. Well, it really adds a a shade of depth and detail to the struggles of Paul in Romans 7 Mm -hmm. where he's talking about the thing that I don't want to do. Inner struggle. Yeah. But it it all starts with David's remarkable confession Mm -hmm. here in Psalm 51. In sin Mm -hmm. did my mother conceive me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And David is saying my starting point is sin and everything that follows is sin mm-hmm. and and it's God breaking into that with his redemption is is what David is praising God for in mm-hmm. in Psalm 51 and you have the cleanse me with hyssop part mm-hmm. that follows and the create in me a clean heart that follows but in sin David is is acknowledging the reason why he slept with Bathsheba mm-hmm. that he killed her husband mm-hmm. that he Tried to cover it up. He lied. And yep. that he pretended it didn't oh, happen. Man. The reason he did that is because he's a sinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Again, that selfishness <laughs> that we talked about, that that's, yeah. that's your gut reaction. Mm-hmm. He is self-preservation and selfishness. And it's interesting. And, you know, it's like the mirror is maybe six feet away. And in the, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus brings the mirror a little bit closer because it'd be easy mm-hmm. to look at David and say, well, I've never done that. You know, mm-hmm. I'd never do something like that. Then Jesus in his loving grace and mm-hmm. truth says, even if you thought lustfully mm-hmm. about someone you have committed this sin. Mm-hmm.
2: It just it just blows you away. And and this is again, we, we mentioned a couple episodes ago, the 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 point of divergence for the Lutheran Church and the Roman Catholics, why it had to be confessed yep. in the Augsburg Confession mm-hmm. and defended in the Apology, because the the Roman Catholics they accepted the Lutherans uh, Definition of the existence of original sin. They accepted their condemnation of the Pelagians and then they turned right around and they became Pelagians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the Roman confutation says that man is not devoid of the fear of God, man is not devoid of free will. And that original sin is erased in baptism.
0: This is the elephant in the room, right? Yeah, this yeah. is the elephant in the room. I wish I could make like a good elephant noise right now, but dad, please that. <laughs> yeah, Oh, there we go. That was father of small
2: children, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, <All> right. right. <laughs> Elephants happen to be my favorite animal. So, And it's yeah, hard yeah. because, you, be, know,
0: yeah. I, I, you know, I know so many uh, Catholics that just have vibrant, passionate
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, faiths. Faith walks with Christ and stuff,
2: and, and we're grateful that they're not consistent with the actual theology that the church teaches. This yeah. is this is one of those things where it is it's it's no wonder that certain Protestants have this fear of baptism, kind of treated as like it's magic because mm-hmm. kind of the Roman Catholic Church treats it like that. Mm-hmm. You get baptized, you are wiped clean, mm-hmm. and you start from a point where you don't have any original sin. This is yeah. actually why Constantine, the emperor, waited until his deathbed to be baptized, because it wiped out all preexistent sin conditions. <laughs> I know, own. and uh,
0: that was a Tertullian thing. He, yeah. That was one of his things, and I think that's where they started to uh, participate in the last rites. You know, mm-hmm. If you kind of read through some of those early church father historical things, it's very interesting. But as we kind of get back to our text, I just do appreciate David's honesty. Yep. You know, and, you know, we. We read First John chapter 1 a lot you know, for communion and uh, in the confession time as uh, preparing our hearts to receive uh, the body and blood, blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That brutal honesty is actually a beautiful thing. But I honestly think, this is my opinion here, it's not necessarily that of being Lutherans. <laughs> i, I view is about to be expressed by yeah, yes, yes. In, my, in my opinion, I think mm-hmm. um, the thing that scares humanity the most is the truth. Mm-hmm. The real truth about ourselves, about the mm-hmm. extent of our sin, yep. and really how um, we have embraced in many ways you can't a denial. The truth, yeah, a, deni- <laughs> a denial in many areas of our life about that.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's it's the fear. I think that we all have to build on that is the fear that we aren't God, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that that we don't have any control over what we have. And, and it's built into David's repentance is that, you know, have mercy on me, oh God. It's, mm-hmm. you know, we, we think of, of people who, when they sin, they just try to make it right and pretend it doesn't happen. Or, you know, their favorite Bible verse is God helps those who help themselves or whatever the case might be. Here it is, David, who maybe on some human level has done the most grotesque thing that a human has done in Scripture. Mm-hmm. You know, especially as far from a believer. It was, it was so disgusting that the the reformers like Luther and Calvin taught that we see here that David lost his faith. Mm. That's the, the mm-hmm. gravity of what he did. That's what they believed. And I don't want to go there. I don't think it's up for us to announce that. Mm-hmm. But that the, the, the heart of David, like the vulnerable honesty that you brought forward, Brian, is have mercy on me. That's mm-hmm. what he's pleading for. Not a second chance. Not a. Hear me out on this, God. I wasn't so wrong. Yeah. Have mercy on me, oh God, and then
0: wash me thoroughly from my. All these key words, or even going back, where it says according to your steadfast love, according Mm -hmm. to your amount of mercy, you know, and and then in that verse four again, uh, that you may be justified in your words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know,
2: pronouns are crucial here, Mm -hmm. and and. He goes on to say, for I know my mm-hmm. transgressions and my sin is ever before me. And, mm-hmm. and you know, to me, as I think about this, yeah. and maybe I'm wrong, but it kind of flies in the face of that therapeutic self-help Christianity, self-help Christianity, where you hear a lot more lately, and this has been the last 10, 20 years, part of appreciating forgiveness is learning how to forgive yourself. Mm-hmm
1: and it 's not a category in, the, in it's scripture. not a
2: category in scripture, and I think part of
0: appreciating forgiveness mm-hmm.
2: is learning just how much you need to be forgiven, yeah and yep.
0: accepting assurance. Yeah. Of faith, I, I think that because um, I've talked about this mm-hmm. a little bit, and I do think there's a value as you love your neighbor as yourself, and so mm-hmm. that might be the one area that is it, it touches on mm-hmm. on what we're talking about right now. But what does that flow from? It has mm-hmm. to flow from the victory of Christ Jesus and the assurance of faith in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. All of that then flows out of that because if you understand your sin to a point where God you know, reveals that you know you need a savior and that apart from Christ, you can do nothing. Mm-hmm. That picture in John 15, if you start to really embrace that, that's that's resting then in the mm-hmm. assurance of faith, not your own self, you know, righteousness or your mm-hmm. own, you know, whatever piety that you think you might have. It's totally based upon Christ's righteousness mm-hmm. and allowing that to flow from there.
2: What's so interesting about that though just to round back to a theological level on that is you said if we understand our sin but the knowledge in the confession of original sin really the baseline of that is that we're not even capable no, of understanding the depth you of no, it I'm not that. disagreeing with yeah. you I'm, I'm building on that because yeah. it, that, this is part of the the effects of original sin is when we get convicted by a sin yeah it just feels so raw and disgusting oh, to yeah. us. And and, and and there's part where you can almost imagine God saying, you guys have no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, w- where you think about how bad you are, he sees everything and he I sees know. how filthy and how Whoa. rotten and how awful we are. And and for David here to say, I know my sins, it's like, well, God's like, yeah, you know some of the sin. Yeah. But but again, we're, that knowledge should lead us to appreciate what Christ has done. Yeah. Because Christ confessed from the cross, it is finished, that yes. paid in full. Yeah. So even the sins you don't know about, the sins that you mm-hmm. don't feel, yeah. the sins
0: that yeah. you don't recognize, those have mm-hmm. also been died for yeah. by Jesus. I know. But Amen. we in our in our faith in Christ and in, in allowing God word God's word to bring us, that realization there is what I'm talking about, is that I don't know every sin I commit, mm-hmm. but God, I know that God sees it and yet while I was a sinner, Christ yeah, died for right. me. Amen. And that, again, is what explodes that extravagant nature of God's mm-hmm. grace. And I don't mean to be redundant in that, but I think it's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's important to allow God to reveal our sin to us, yeah. you know, and allow. Maybe some of the guilt and shame that, at the acknowledgement of that, to then be turned into the assurance mm-hmm. of of Christ's atoning sacrifice, but also just a huge, incredible greatness. Mm-hmm. I just want to use a different word. I can't find big enough adjectives for mm-hmm. this. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. uh, you know, just the extravagant, that extravagant, inexhaustible nature of yep. His grace, and yep. that's you know what that psalmist tried to to capture. And mm-hmm. that His mercies are new every morning. It doesn't run out. Mm -hmm. It's a well that will never run dry. Amen. And hopefully gratitude and humility flow from Mm that.
1: Yeah, and was it Dr. Mulstry that said when he's reading through the Augsburg Confession I think he mentioned even this this article, uh, talking about the second article and mm-hmm. how that leads to chewing on scripture and examining himself before the Lord and mm-hmm. finding yep. <laughs> I, I am sinful and even in, in what we don't know uh, of our sin or the depths of our sin well, it leads us to repentance.
2: I think that gives us an opportunity to close this out with the vocational aspect of what this is talking Vocation. about. There Vocation. You knew I was going to get there. At the end of Psalm 51, mm. That response, then I will teach transgressors your ways. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's this aspect of self-examination. It's this aspect of confession and acknowledging our sins. That's what the law was sent for. The law wasn't sent to make us all know-it-all, mm-hmm. I-told-you-so mm-hmm. jerks. Mm-hmm. Yep. The, yeah. the impact of the law yeah. on David... Was that it exposed his sin. Yes. Mm-hmm. He's not there saying, well, Uriah had it coming. He was a terrible husband. Oh, or Bathsheba. Well, I mean, how could I not? He's yeah. not saying mm-hmm. that. This is he he's confessing, this is something I have done. Yep. The law has its work on David. And then he steps into his vocations. And then he steps into his ministry. Yeah. After the after he has that assurance of salvation, we've talked about time and time again assurance of salvation and vocation, assurance mm-hmm. of salvation and vocation. Mm-hmm. That's like this is going on in real time in Psalm fifty one. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. it is. It's beautiful, excellent.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, should we wrap up here?
2: Sounds good. Yep. I'd
0: like to just read a couple more verses down because I mm-hmm. think it'd be appropriate. I suppose. <laughs> Psalm 51. I'm going to begin in verse 7. Purge me with hyssop, that I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also invite a friend to check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Please join us next week as we wrap up our discussion on Article 2 of the Augsburg Confession with a New Testament passage.